0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. The Mass begins with a very beautiful prayer in the Collect, a very beautiful intention for us to form this evening, especially to keep throughout the coming days all that remains of Lent and then of Passion Tide. Grant we beseech thee, almighty God, that we who are chastised by fasting may rejoice with holy devotion and that our earthly affections being weakened, we may more easily understand the things of heaven. There's a beautiful play there between the words in Latin of votiva and devotio. The fasts are described as yegunia votiva, literally, votive fasts. What this means in the Latin is voluntary fasting. It is fasting that we are taking up of our own will. We are joyfully and willingly making these sacrifices during Lent. However, it is related, though, to the word devotion They both have the same root in Latin. And so, the voluntary sacrifices we make here are what lead to devotion, to that steady flow of the grace of God and charity in our soul. And the prayer describes what the result of this is. Our earthly affections will be mitigated, not destroyed, but mitigated, That is, we have a certain earthly attachment to things. They have been created by God, just as we have been created by God, and as long as we live in this material world, we will have some attachment to them, for we need them for our existence, and indeed even for anything that we can call happiness here below. Nevertheless, although we cannot destroy entirely these affections and desires, we must at least mitigate them, We are called to restrain them so that we always leave every Lent less attached to the things of earth. So that, as the prayer says, we may more easily understand the things of heaven. The reason why this intention is insisted upon in the Mass is because of another theme that we find toward the end of this Mass. So we find ourselves now Thursday in the fourth week of Lent. We will find a similar theme gently hinted at on these Thursdays now. Also Thursday of Passion Week, and then finally on Monday Thursday. When we speak of the act of Holy Communion at Mass, which should be our supreme act of devotion, for the post-communion in today's Mass is... Suffer not, O Lord, thy heavenly gifts, which thou hast provided as a remedy for thy faithful to turn to the judgment of those who receive them. What is hinted at here, and what is hinted at in the liturgy next week as well, and what is made all the more explicit finally for all of Monday Thursday, starting with Tenebrae the night before, is the treason of Judas. The fact that the very first Mass ever celebrated already had added a sacrilegious communion. It is in, entirely contained in that one simple word used by St. Paul when he describes what took place at the Last Supper, that epistle which we have on Holy Thursday, in nocte tradibato, the Lord on the night in which his betrayal was underway, as we literally translate the word. It is often simply translated on the night he was betrayed. However, the way the verb reads in the original is such that it means at the very moment in which his betrayal was occurring, he took bread, gave thanks, and so on. This refers, of course, to the plotting that had already been taking place since the night before, however, It refers also immediately to the sacrilege which is occurring at that moment, that there is among the apostles one who is a traitor, who intends to betray him, and nevertheless is there at the Last Supper. This is the warning then that is given to us already this evening, and why we must pray, especially that we lose our affections for things of earth, so that we may have a taste only for heavenly things. We may long to savor only heavenly things and require an ever acquire an ever deeper knowledge of heavenly things. For the supreme thing which is here in our material world is the thing that is hidden under the sacramental veils. That is, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ, hidden under the veils, the material forms of bread and wine. We are to lose our affections for the things of earth so that we understand that when we receive the things that have been made use of by God in this world for our salvation, we may see that they are, it is only to lead us to a higher spiritual reality. This can only be accomplished if we purge our affections for things of earth, for we know that it was by greed that Judas ultimately betrayed our Lord. By all means, there must have been other sins in his soul as well. It was only greed at the end which finally got him. Already he had been brooding in his heart, he had been nursing pride and resentment of our Lord. And finally then, that one weak point in his soul was what caved and it was through love of money that he agreed to betray our Lord. But it should always be our prayer we remember this evening and will continue to remember in all the days that remain to us during this time of penance, we must always pray that none of us may ever be a Judas to our Lord, so that what we receive at holy mass may be to us truly a remedy and not a cause for condemnation.